Christian High, episode 26 of season two. It's amazing, isn't it? I can't believe it. I know. Is it 26? I think it is 26. You can't keep count anymore. There's just so much going on. Yeah, I know. The weeks have gone by so quickly. It's almost the end of the year. I can't believe it. I know. It's nearly time to whack out that Kylie Christmas album, right? Well, I already have. I've been have you? Playing it. I did a playlist, a Christmas playlist, where I was adding on all my favourite Christmas songs, and a lot of them were Kylie ones, which is handy. <laughs> From the Snow Queen edition or the original one? Oh, no, the, the Snow Queen. I like I like mine expanded. <laughs> so what's Kylie been up to in the news this week, Christian? Well, this week, before I begin, I just want to say I think that we're clairvoyant, so we're psychics, because... Uh, yesterday, a little memory flashed up, and it was our attitude uh, track by track review of Disco. Oh, yeah. and although, obviously, it's one of those reviews that we'd like to forget because we obviously amended our, our thoughts literally 24 hours later. <laughs> um, in it, we did say when we were talking about Mr. Thing, we said, Wouldn't it be good if she collaborated with uh, Jesse Ware? And then we cut to a year later, and what's happened? I'm telling you, Kylie is, either listens to our podcast or we're psychic. Because also, don't forget, a few months ago, we were saying how much we loved her 90s, what do I have to do look? Um, but do you know, she has it in her um, Second to Midnight video. So someone's listening to us. Ooh, very interesting. Yeah. Well, Kylie, come on if you want to have a chat with us. We would yes, love to speak with you. And Xanadu, Xanadu, Xanadu. That's what we keep saying. <laughs> We've been saying that for two years and clearly not listening to it. Ooh. Now, it will come on the album that Kylie and Danny do together. Because it, it, it's in the future. I have a feeling in my waters that there's going to be a duet album of the Minogues. We've discussed this before. We said mm-hmm. that it'd be great if there was like a Minogue tour where the two of them just went on the road together. And I think it would be a really good idea because God, it would be such a great a, a great um, hit show because they've got brilliant songs. Yeah, I know. I, I'd be my element. I wouldn't know where to begin. Then it can start the show with This Is It and end with Dismal Remembrance. Oh my God, it'd be fucking amazing. Okay, quick, let's talk about um, Word Is Out. What's Colin been up to in the news? So what else has she been up to this week? So this week in an interview, she said that she is already thinking about her next album. But for me, the bad news is she wants it to be an electro pop album, which is what I've which I've been saying for the past few weeks. I hope she never goes back to. Um, it, won't, it won't be like X because Kylie won't go back to what she's done before, so it won't be like no, X. No, I, I think maybe just the word put the fear of God in me. I think she was kind of relating it to um, the fact that she just celebrated the 20th anniversary of FEMA. And she was saying that that's the kind of vibe that they're thinking about at the moment. Um, I think you're right. I don't think you can go back to that sound. But then I don't know if it is. Is that sound making you come back? I have no idea. No. Just saying, because we've had so many ideas that we kind of liked. Even some of our fanogs have come come up with some great ideas about what she should go to next. I like it when Kylie does something a little bit kind of conceptual. So, you know, your uh, country album, your disco album. There was something that made the album feel kind of unique and very kind of like, like a project. And like so, a so not body language, which which could some could argue is a conceptual album. Yes, it was kind of like an art house one that had no melodies. Yeah, amazing. Very groundbreaking. <laughs> uh, but yes, yeah, so along those lines. So I, I mean, I, you know, I've got every faith in her. I, don't, I think she's learned from her mistakes in the past. And uh, I think if she does do an electro pop album, it won't be tuneless dirge. And she's also appeared on the John Ross. I remember you were very excited. We were texting and you've been sending me all the links and stuff. Have you watched it yet? Yeah, well, it was amazing. Oh, good. Because it's, it's kind of given me a new appreciation for the song. Well, now I'm singing the song as I walk around. It's it's just amazing. It's really, really good. And I thought their performance was so good and so fun. And, you know, I've got a little bit more of appreciation for Jessie Ware, too, because she seems to have a sense of humour. And I really liked her on it. And I just thought the two of them camped it up brilliantly. It was a really well-staged um, performance. And I love the fact that Kylie had, the, that had a lovely... Um, 
rotunda chap in a in that kind of pale blue jumpsuit. And he reminded me, if anyone is familiar with Eurovision, a couple of years ago, there was a Russian band whose name completely escapes me. And they had this little funny chubby dance in the background who's wearing a very similar outfit. And then he does a death drop at the end. Um, watch it. Um, it's very funny. And it, he reminded me of that. Um, but it was a brilliant performance. But she also said on Jonathan Ross that she fired her mother, Carol. <gasps> Who's going to iron her outfits now? Exactly. I mean, I, obviously this was done for headlines, so that you know she'd be talked about, and it worked. Uh, and she was just kind of saying that you know Carol had you know got involved backstage, was doing a little bit of sewing, but then she put all the dancers back home. You know, for the, one of those raves. I'm sure Carol throws a few so often. And then after a while, <laughs> Kylie dispensed of her services, and then you know left her high and dry. No, no doubt sewing something on her own in a, in a Minogue tower. Maybe William Baker's hired Carol. And now Carol's work for William. <laughs> Do you think? Maybe, yeah, maybe he's the one who put the, the whispers into Kylie's ear and said, get rid of Carol. She's a threat. And that now she's in the Nogue Tower, <laughs> letting down her golden hair. <laughs> who knows? We have had such a busy week in the annals of Carly. Um, we've had so many iconic releases. Are you ready? Our yes, very first one on the 13th of November, 2015. We were gifted Kylie Christmas. Well, that was the start of Christmas of that year, wasn't it? It was. It really was. That's Kylie said Christmas that year. Um, that was also the year that I met her um, and worked together with her on that on that, in that year, which is very exciting. So this album went... pictures with her um, by Waxwork? Yes. We well, should post that because it's such a lovely picture. And it sometimes I'm not post that for Christmas, tell... on Christmas Day. Yeah, it's quite difficult to tell the real Kylie from the Waxwork one. Yeah. Um, so this went to number seven in the UK, making it her 10th top 10 album there. And the album came into number 12 in the UK charts. Charts. Oh, my God. Charts. Making the first... <laughs> Making the first time she missed out on a top 10 album since Let's Get To It. However, this was later certified gold, making it um, outselling Kiss Me Once. Wow. But that, that's what Christmas albums do. Like, because I always wondered, what's the point of having a Christmas album? Because it, it's literally for a period. But then you rem- you remember that you actually dust them off every year and you you listen to them. So Even more so than our other ones. Like fans would probably, you know, we, we've seen in the Spotify charts that like some of our Christmas songs like... Uh, Santa Baby are the most streamed songs <laughs> in a, in a catalogue. There's a brilliant thing on YouTube where you can see um, Kylie's um, sales on a graph along with Madonna's. And Santa Baby seems to linger for, forever. Yeah, people are just coming back to it. It's, I mean, it's a great song, but yeah, I mean, this album, even though you know it's a it's a it's a festive favorite amongst many, it's you know I, I put it on every Christmas, but it's not the album I go to in June or March and listen to it. It yeah. is very much you know a December. A December um, Kylie experience. It has to be appropriate timing. But well, do you think that? But people do listen to Christmas songs all year round. Oh, no, you can't do that. It, it's nonsense. I mean, I only started putting them on my little playlist this week because I just felt in the mood. I looked around, I saw sparkly lights, I saw... Have, have you put your Christmas tree up yet? Um, no, not quite. We when... have a, a few Christmas-related furniture items. And there is a tree, but it hasn't been dressed. It's a nude tree, uh, and it will be dressed at some point soon. Nude tree, a Christmas song, um, and it will be lovely. Um, but no, we haven't done that yet. But um, th- th- we're getting to the end of November, so we better get get moving. Well, it's the first of December, isn't it? Socially acceptable to put a tree up then, or is it? I have no idea. I mean, no, I'm I from Australia, and Christmas was like so hot. Well, I, we... Okay, see, I can't imagine what Christmas in Australia would be like. Hot. 
I know barbecues and lots of cold, cold meat and ravioli. Oof, yes, yum. No, no, that's not Christmas to me. Oh, that sounds like <laughs> <laughs> which brings us on to 100 Degrees, which is also released out into the public on the 13th of November as well. So the launch date. Now, this song. Was this the start of Kylie's disco inkling? Was this the ignition? Because this is a disco anthem, obviously, along with Danny as well. The uh, the X Factor performance is iconic. It's okay. just like a puff of glitter that explodes all over your face. You know, <laughs> Christmas and disco, it, it just makes a perfect combination, in my opinion. Yeah, I like that song. It was my favourite song, I have to admit. Um, really? It doesn't feel like Christmas. And luckily, there is a, is there a version that... Yeah, you're still Christmas I, to me, yeah. Yeah, so um, I liked it, but... Um, yeah, it wasn't my favourite song. It wasn't the kind of disco I was after. Although, having said that, I do have an affection for it, and I love the performance. But, you know, when you when you have a Christmas album, I like to feel like it's Christmas. And so, you know, I loved all the kind of 60s-sounding ones or the ones that had all the orchestras, orchestras on it, all the old classics. Um, but, you know, my favourite on that album was uh, At Christmas and White December, and I loved Only You in spite of James uh, Gordon. Yeah, I mean, I love or hate him. I mean, everyone seems to hate him, but... This track, he, he sounds great, and I think they they match beautifully together, and it's a beautiful song. And actually, let me just say here, I don't know James Cole. I know there's rumours that he can be quite grumpy, but I actually don't mind him. Yeah. But he's got a lovely singing voice, and I think they complement each other so well on that song. I think it's very, very beautiful. I don't know why it's not bigger than it should be. Sorry, you know what? I'm, I think I'm that's not sure why bit... it's bigger than it is. Uh, yeah, I know. Because it, it's kind of like, it was like a promo single, wasn't it? It was just kind of just, that song just kind of just fizzled. He's huge in America, so I'm surprised yeah. that hasn't come out... You know, he hasn't given it that extra push. Mm. I bet you thought this was opening up the American market. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> oh, I just well. thought, like, I think there's a bit of a missed opportunity here. They should have put 100 Degrees, a remix version, on Disco. I just thought it might have been, okay, because Disco was released, you know, in November, leading up to Christmas. A lot of people are going to get it as stocking fillers, the album. I thought it might have been, yeah, been quite good to throw this song as maybe a hidden track. Well, they're um, going to put it on, uh, on the guest list edition. Yeah, that's what I meant. Yeah, the oh, guest list one, be, the one that was just released. Yeah, it would be quite nice, as opposed to some of those other remixes I couldn't bear, including the one that you love. Oh, my God, I love Dance Floor Darling, that Lindsay. Oh, yeah, like, it's amazing. I still, yeah, yeah, I just love it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, okay, Put Yourself in My Place is also has another anniversary uh, this oh. week. So the 14th of November was released. It went to number 11 in Australia. Um, and it went to number 11 in the UK. So both, number 11. This song, oh, my God. I love it so much. I think it's one of the ones that really sticks out on the Kylie 94. I keep saying this album's timeless. It is. You can listen to it now and it just sounds like it was recorded yesterday. This song is pure, I don't know, fantasy for me. I just love it. And the video, iconic. She's best, this is the best Kylie's ever looked. And I think it's the best she's ever sounded um, during that period as well. It, this song suits her to a T. Um, yeah, the video's amazing. She's serving her best Pamela Anderson look because she's mm, got Barbarella. the big hair and it's got, kind of, it's got a bit of a red tint through it. And it's just a stunning, stunning video. Um, it's just really beautiful to watch. I only really like the song when I see the video. I wouldn't, st- I, you know, I've never listened to that song out of context. I've only listened to it as part of the album or if I watch the video. Really? It's never been a song that's really pulled me in because for me, it was very traditional ballad. Oh God, Christian, me, just a bit, 
The chorus is sensational. Oh, it's lovely, but it's a bit ordinary. And I, oh my god, just something about it. That's I, I, I don't revisit it, but maybe I should. And you should. Surprise, but um, I know there are a few remixes at the time. Weren't there? There's an acoustic version she did, which I quite yes, like. really and nice. She performed it at the Smash It's Poland's party in 1994 that I went to, and she was lying on a piano in an orange dress, I think. Unless I'm forgetting, I think that, that's what she sang. Where I thought it was a very poor choice of song to sing at the Smashes Parliament's party when you know you're on the wane. Uh, but yeah, nice song. But the video was the video will always be great. And I remember there's a singer who I also loved a few years later called Jem, and she did a video that was not in the holograms. No, no, no. She was a very, very good singer, um, and she did a, a song, and the video was very, very similar to Kylie's, except it, it was just a bit darker. It didn't have all the bright pinks and. Colors, but I think that's a brilliant video. Whoever she worked with for that, I'd love her to work with again because it's just you know, pop art. You've got Gem in my head now. Just it's literally off topic. But in the UK, did you ever get this show, Gem and the Holograms, the animated series? I don't think so. I don't think so. <gasps> Christian, it's God's work. It's literally one of the best TV shows in the world. It's about this like girl who runs an orphanage, and her dad dies and leaves her this kind of hologram robot called Synergy. Yeah, and like she tra- she turns herself into turns herself into this pop star, and it's incredible. The songs are I've amazing. Heard of it. I've heard of it, and the, the name just put me off. And I would never want to watch anything that 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 even resembles that storyline. It just sounds absolutely awful. Oh my god, you homophobe. Okay, let's talk about the next. Um, let's talk about the next song that we're going to talk about. <laughs> and this is your favorite. Are you ready, Christians? Strap yeah. up because celebrations had its anniversary this week. Wow, celebrating what? Getting to number twenty. Well done. <laughs> <laughs> and number 21 in Australia. Oh, well, there you go. Um, yeah, I, you know what? I I don't like the single version, and I've said this before, I don't like the single version, but I did like there was a remix that had that kind of 90s uh, percussion sound. In was it. that on the 50 plus one? No, that's a different one, wasn't it? Uh, was it was it a WIP one? I don't know what it was. It was, it was on one of the singles. And I didn't mind that version because it was chunkier. And then I like the one that's on 50 plus one. It's just, I thought the single version just sounded a bit, a bit kind of, it sounded like it'd been done in 10 minutes and it didn't. Mm, it didn't sound it. anything different than like, I think with, yeah. I think what we've learned with Kylie, she should not do covers. Tears on my pillow. Or if she does. Well, Give me just a little more time. A lot of, she's, yeah, that's one of the well-known covers. She's done a lot of covers that we didn't know were covers that are actually, actually no, they sound the same as well. <laughs> we didn't know what the songs were. Uh, the one, um, the one is yeah, a good song. Actually, I give. No, no, it's a great song. But I mean, we didn't know what it was. But um, but it didn't sound too different from the original. If you don't love me, oh, that, you see, that's completely different to the original. And that is a, that was a very clever take on the song. But that's what she she should do. Always take an existing song, and you don't want to hear it replicated because you don't need to. You just need to, you know, give it something a little bit different. And that that's a great version. A great, great. Uh, example of how how you can make a song sound really good. Should we go to F and Oak? Yes. Where is he? Who is he? We're going all the way to Poland and chatting to the lovely Greg. Hi, Greg. Hi. <laughs> hi. Hi. Hi, guys. How are you? <laughs> Very well. How are you? Lovely to meet you. Lovely to meet you too. I was. I'm really happy that I can take uh, part in this and talk about Kylie. Well, I we're, love her. <laughs> we're so happy to have you. So tell us, growing up in Poland, like, how did you discover Kylie? Um, I mean, when I was a teenager, I was kind of aware of her existence around Spinning Around Era because it was a really popular song here, but I didn't connect it to, the, to her. I didn't know it was her. Uh, and then 
when I'm a can get you out of my head baby, let's say. When I saw it uh, in MTV and other music channels, I was just blown away. Like it was something different, amazing. And I was waiting sometimes all day to, to see it again because it was pre-internet. I don't know yeah. if you remember. Yeah. <laughs> Did you try to like learn the dance moves and shape a Kylie outfit out of your bed sheets? No, not, not, I'm, I wasn't, I'm not this type of person, but I was, I was just sitting in front of the TV, like two centimeters close and like watching every detail. And I mean, I think that to this day on, I could like, I know every frame from this video. And still, when I see it, it, I have goosebumps. It blows my mind. It's, it's oh, wow. so amazing. And it didn't age at all. Like the song, the video, and every visual connected to this. It's, yeah. So, yeah, this, this is how it started. And then it stayed. She's amazing. She's the best. <laughs> Gosh, I love the fact you, you studied the video in such minute detail. So, for you, that was a perfect moment, the perfect song, the perfect video, the perfect yeah. everything. That, that's, yeah. that's interesting. And I'm a fashion photographer, ah. you know? So, ah, the, so I, so like basically i owe my career career to her uh and this is why i take care i look at the details that much and this is why i know this video so much and i guess every frame of the video there's a moment which is a great almost like still image if you took to, yeah every little moment yeah. yeah 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 it's 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 perf it's pure perfection really it, it doesn't even need like a comment on it it just is a perfection so you're a fan of William Baker's stylistic direction for Kylie throughout. Yeah, yeah, I am. I am. I, I think that he did a brilliant and amazing job with her. I mean, they did it together, but mm -hmm. I assume that uh, that the, the beginning ideas was he's an art director. So I assume that he was the first to tell her, you know, you'll be a white goddess in the video. <laughs> and a robotic queen and stuff like that yeah, yeah. i've always had a, i've been quite critical in the past uh, about winning baker because i think sometimes he took over too much but probably I do, I do acknowledge that he did great things for her and he did come up with some great concepts he did come up with some good ideas i think sometimes he maybe shoehorned kylie into some of his own ideas that didn't maybe suit kylie a little bit and maybe yeah, but I think you know, as you say, things like that. Those moments are iconic moments, aren't they? You know, you that they'll always be there and they're memorable. Yeah. And they're, they're amazing, aren't they? Yeah, and I, you know what? Uh, I mean that after some time, you can also appreciate him more than when he used to take care of things with her, uh, because I they stopped working like near the Kiss Me Once era, right, or later. Mm. I think it was it's still involved slightly on the Kiss Me Once, but yeah, ever since then, I think he's kind of stepped away or they've kind of tried new things. And I suppose you're right, Greg, in a way that you look back, you think, you know, he kind of did do a, a great justice back then because kind of look, you should probably thinking about it like you're looking at like you don't know what it you got until it's gone kind of thing. Mm -hmm. And I think that that moment in time was so creative and so different i'm not saying what what she's doing now has is not creative but it's i don't think it's at the same level 
no like it, the, it's not the disco as conceptual. is not the same yeah it's not conceptual that's the word no yeah not as conceptual maybe as it was with when he was around i mean they as the people around her are trying uh like hard and i think they are doing a good job but it's not the, it's a different kylie it's a grown-up kylie mm. so yeah it's a process yeah i think the, the current um kind of thing going with kylie for me at the moment is They've made a very, um, what's the word? I think there was a little bit of an edge with William Baker because it was bringing a little bit of art into yeah. it. Mm, that's I think right. It's kind of very mainstream, aren't we? And it's more about uh, the good thing, the people she has around her at the moment have done one really good thing. They've really turned her into someone that everyone, you know, the when she was doing the disco campaign, you had all the the online uh, live interviews and stuff yeah. like that, all these different things. And they're very, very good at that. And I think they've really given her that boost. Yeah. I don't necessarily think, Video-wise, we've seen the same kind of levels of iconic uh, looks as we have in previous. There videos. would be no way that William Baker would have let Kylie do the Kiss of Life video with that fake hand, those ridiculous oh, outfits. Oh, oh no! He would never have let her. He would never have let her. It's. Well, I think uh, he would have let that album cover happen. I think he would. Maybe if he let her, it will look a little bit better, like with the <laughs> attention to the detail. Mm. Uh, I have a I have a, a slight problem with this video if we're That's talking right, about right. it, because um, I mean she looks good there, of course, uh, but it's hmm, how to how to explain it cheap. There is there is no I cheap I don't mind because cheap can be good. She did on a night like this tour and it it's cheap and it's <laughs> I like it very I like it very much. She's so like happy and bubbly there and that's enough. But. I can't see that in this video, basically. Mm. Uh, it's And the attention to the detail isn't very... Mm, yeah, this hand, when they do the, 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 the knife thing, <laughs> uh, I can see that she's not even trying to look at it to do it like good. So, but, 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 but I like it, kind of. It's maybe, it's not the best, but it's not the worst. <laughs> Other than Do you the... like the video? No, I hate it. I don't like it. <laughs> I like it. I really like it. Absolutely hate it. <laughs> I now I, I like I liked it because I thought it, it was it, it's the humor that I said has been missing for a long time. I think Kylie's been a little bit in terms of some of her like I thought the disco album was a little bit need to be more humor like light years, but you had this kind of like cheeky tongue in cheek kind of thing. And for the first time in a long time, we see Kylie being funny. And I thought that I thought that hand thing was hilarious. But as I, as I've said many times before, that I just think that the concept wasn't quite tight enough. It, it was ideas but there wasn't any kind of proper story to it if you know the yes I, I, yes i think, I think that's true. My, my fear is that now that she's done this i hope she doesn't go down that track of these kind of videos moving forward and becoming a parody of herself because i think that could be dangerous i think you know fine you can dip a toe in and do a crazy video like this but then come back and do that more kind of glamorous more sort of stylistic videos i don't think we need that Kylie, because I think it's a very dangerous slope. Because and it's going to be hard to maybe. get out of if you're going to get new fans and there's young millennials these days. It's going to be very, very hard to get out of that route, I think. Yeah, because also the video beforehand is her kind of kind of harking back to a previous Kylie image and then it's her and um, Ollie. With a humour. Yeah, it, yeah, it's humour again and, and it's it, kind of also, you know, they kind of, yeah, it's... I mean, but like second that. to second to midnight, in my opinion, is like a million times better than Kiss of Life. Mm. From a song uh, point of view, yeah. 
from the song point of view and from the video point of view as well, because the, there is a nice concept to it and it's really well done. Uh, mm -hmm. And it and I didn't see that as well with the maybe say something or magic videos. They are nice, but it's nothing like, I don't know, groundbreaking. But this one was, somebody took care of, thought it through, in my opinion. Uh, yeah. Let's see. I wonder what we'll see with the Gloria Gary, uh, Gaynor one. Well, maybe... Mm -hmm. Yeah, because there will be a video probably, right? Yeah, I think she yeah. shot one just a few weeks ago, but she shot one with her. So, and I think that'll be in around January time, won't it? So we'll see. Probably sit in a care home. <laughs> oh, God. Not <laughs> even a care home, like wrinkled, a wrinkled Kylie. <laughs> Literally, if she was wearing the same wig and outfit that she wore in like Kiss of Life, she may as well be in a care home. She looks so old. And it's like, I'm, I think <laughs> But I think that was the part of the humor. She was kind of like slightly over overblown, as I said, like a like a Joan Riversy type character, where she's yeah, yeah, yeah. too much. She's meant to be. I would have had her even more plasticky. I would have. I would have really played up her kind of surgery grotesque caricature of it. But it would have been really funny. In fact, I'd love to see her do like a video, like um, you know Victoria Beckham years and years ago, where she uh, for let your head daughter, go. Victoria Beckham. She did this hilarious video where she yes, was let your head go. Yeah, let your head. Yeah, she's kind of spoofing herself, and it was hilarious. Yeah. I, I'd like Kylie to do something like that. That'd be quite funny. And was that the last video that Victoria Beckham ever released? But it was one of her greatest songs. No, but it was yes, exactly. <laughs> anyway, yes, that's true. I, I loved it as well. Hmm. So, so, Greg, um, other than Fever, stylistically, what was your favorite Kylie look and feel conceptually? Other than Fever. Other than Ooh. Fever, yeah. Which which album? I would say X. Interesting. Yes. Not body um, language. Not body language. No. I mean, I well, I love basically everything she does. But if I have to choose, that would be X. But uh, I'm connected to it like in a personal way as well, because it was my first concert ever. Yeah. Um, and uh, I think this is the William Baker at his highest. I mean, he did put Kylie in a drag queen costume sometimes mm -hmm. and stuff. But it was it was it was a glory after horrible time to her, and I think it was a glory in like full all of the wigs and costumes. I mean, I know there was a, a homecoming tour tour before, but it was a it was a new Kylie we could see after all of this. And there yeah. is a there is a amazing picture in the tour book. Um, uh, he did the picture, he did the styling and everything when she's like bold and she's and she's painted, she has painted head all over with the, you know, it's it's uh, red yeah. and yellow. And it, I mean, I, I was crying when I saw that pictures because it's obviously a connection to what she was through when she was sick. Mm. And, and at this point she was ready to like play with it mm. and to put it into work. Yeah. So, and there and there is a lot of stuff like that with the X era visually. It may seems very funny and colorful, but they kind of smuggled some sadness to it as well. It is really dark if you like see it from the other side, in my Ooh. opinion. Uh, that's when that's when an artist is good when you can mix the kind of bubbly pop. Well, I mean, maybe X wasn't bubbly pop, but you've got that kind of sh pop sheen, and then you've got something underneath it. Um, in terms in terms of the music and in terms of the imagery, where you've got something going on that isn't just yeah, uh, just like a posing for a picture type thing. 
Yes, um, that's true. And she's good in it, basically. Yeah. I mean, she was and she kind of still is. Yeah. Yeah. Um, when you went back to Impossible Princess, now um, she went oh. through a very different kind of, yeah, I can see from your face. She went through a very different kind of styling period. Now, what did you make of that and the imagery for that? Because it was very, very dark and it was kind of yeah. very unusual. You had lots of black and white. She wasn't made to look glamorous. She, it was kind of anti-glamour. So what did you make of that? I mean, Impossible Princess is my favorite album of all time. All right. Like, yes! like everything. And <laughs> because it was so personal. Yeah. And thanks to the cover of Impossible Princess, I'm basically, I'm a photographer. Bas mm. Thanks to Kylie and Stefan Sintnawi. Look, this is my like mouse pad for my <laughs> you computer. Have, you you I, have the so cover have to... of the album as your mouse pad. That is amazing. Yeah. And like, I even... Uh, I tried to, to recreate this picture like a million times on my shoots. And uh, it's I quite actually... difficult, isn't it? She, like, she had to oh. spend hours on her knees, apparently. Yes, she did. Uh, it's, if to have it perfect, it, is, it takes some time, but it not that, it's not that difficult, though it, it takes some time to do it, to have it like, to, to have it, like perfectly done. And yeah, visually, Impossible Princess was also one of my favorites. Hmm. And I, lo I love personal Kylie. I, it's That's the best Kylie ever. The Kylie yeah. that wrote her own lyrics. So, it, so you can like kind of see and hear what kind of person she is. And Impossible Princess tells us everything, <clears throat> how she was like when she's worse around her 30s and i can relate to that kind of as well in some of the lyrics yeah because i'm 32 myself so talking about personal kylie and i'm this is a generalization here but i take it in poland you're not really exposed to a lot of country music in poland no. did, did, did you <laughs> did you like golden and, and and that kind of album i wasn't uh, i mean i like i like the album but I'm not coming back to it very often. Uh, I, it wasn't Kylie's best, but it wasn't Kylie's worst as well, I think. Mm. And it, it, well, she all the, all the time she said it's country influenced and influenced is a good word because basically mm. there isn't a lot of country in this album. Like visually, maybe it's more than in music. Yeah, like when right. she, she, she used banjo in one song and that's country, country influenced. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. But I, I, I enjoyed the tour, though uh, when I bought it on DVD and watched it, I saw that it was kind of boring comparing to her previous tours. But when I was in the concert, I wasn't bored at all. It was lovely. Yeah, it was just too big, wasn't it? It was too expansive and it doesn't, doesn't work maybe on... On, uh, on on video, it, yeah. In Poland, I mean, Kylie's obviously got this uh, very kind of high energy kind of, you know, she has the, uh, a huge gay following. So in Poland, yeah. obviously, there's it's particularly it's not the most progressive countries in terms of LGBTQ stuff. So yeah. how does that work in terms of? I mean, how how is growing up in a in a country like that where I, you know, obviously Kylie is kind of almost like a badge of gay honor, if you know what I mean. So. Do you have to keep being a Kylie fan a secret from people? No, I didn't because here nobody was thinking of her as a gay icon. <laughs> uh, so it was it was pretty easy to love Kylie. Uh, and I didn't have to keep it a secret, but 
also again this is this is the big thing for me because me of course uh, being gay she helped me a lot because then when i saw her and 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 i started to be a fan internet came and then i was in different forums and say hey and we had a polish forum called uh, say the word i'll be there it doesn't exist anymore i think um great name for forum. and i met sorry it's a really great name for forum yeah and uh, like say hey <laughs> it's, mm. it's just find the right song and name a forum like that it also was like with madonna forums all of the countries had like found the name of the song when there's a word word or word say or hey or something like I wonder, same with Kylie I wonder what the forum of less sex would be <laughs> we can we should we should try that but we have to like go back in time for 15 years the, 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 do people still use forums basically I don't know I've never are you are you on say hey is it still working like properly like people talk there I don't know. I kind of follow it on Facebook. I don't really do the. Yeah, me too. So I haven't really. I don't know. But I was very. I was one of the members of Say Hey back in 1998, 99. I think I was, as I've said before, you know, people wanted to string me up because I I, I dared criticize certain things that Kylie <laughs> And people people were quite angry. But I, I loved Kylie. And, you know, it's, the good thing about being a fan is you can like things, you can not like things. But yeah. you can appreciate things. You know, I, <clears throat> I wasn't a big fan of. Impossible Princess, as I am with most other albums, <clears throat> but I appreciate for what it is. I understand exactly the honesty, the kind of you know personal aspect to it. So you appreciate everything, but you, just if you don't like a song, then you know you shouldn't be shot for it. <laughs> but yeah. uh, you, you, you mentioned actually with the Impossible Princess, you said that you identify with some of the lyrics in it. What kind of what kind of did you take from it? What were you kind of going through at the time? Because you were how old in at that point? Well, when Impossible, I uh, I knew. I got to know Impossible Princess after I got yeah. to know Fever because, uh, yeah, I I was like twelve when there was a, a Fever album. So oh, yeah. yeah, so uh, right now I can relate to all Impossible Princess. No, when I was like ten right. years old. <laughs> mm. uh, uh, well, I really uh, I really love the most. That's my favorite song of all time. The song Jump mm. uh, on on the album Impossible Princess. The lyrics are so like. Leave me alone. I know what I know. What I'm doing, and they tell it to you. And that's, I mean, it's not very deep. Maybe when I'm saying it like that, but when people will hear this song, they will know what I'm talking about. If I'm yeah. scared, let me lose it. If I'm hungry, let me have it. Yeah, and yeah, you just, I, thanks to this song, I know that she is taking care of her own life and she's doing stuff on her own as well. And not that she was told to do something and when when she releases an album i know that there's her hand to it as well and that's really important for me that she's not like a you know bubblegum singer who's just doing stuff people tell her to do mm. and this is and i know it from impossible princess album mm. i don't does it make sense yeah, yeah it <laughs> does yeah yeah totally very much you came in at fever and then you discovered that and it's your favorite album were you disappointed she didn't stay in that in that in that lane uh, that she kind of went back to you know like light years and then fever you went back to being quite poppy so were you disappointed looking back were you disappointed that that didn't she didn't carry on in that vein no i wasn't i wasn't disappointed i like the fact that she is reinventing herself uh, like 
a lot. And I don't, maybe I don't like uh, all of her ideas, like for example, Golden, but then there was Disco and I was, and, and I'm the happiest <laughs> I could ever be that she did that, but wondering, I'm always wondering what she will do next. And right now after Disco, I, where she could she go? Like, I don't know, jazz? What? <laughs> I really, it, it's impossible to like guess it. And I love it. I'm thinking grime. I would love. I would love. I literally. I would love a mainstream grime album from Carly. Oh, don't be ridiculous. No, no. I would love it. It'll it'll kick her off into a whole new audience, different mainstream. I would think it's genius. Yeah, and that this is why this is why she's with us so long, like her career, almost thirty years. When you, because she's growing, she experiences, she explores new things, new fields, and she adapts. Yeah, she adapts. Yeah, that's she. She's perfection in what she does. What can we say? So, so Greg Kylie is going to call you right, and she's like, "I need a new creative director." I really hope. What would what would be your vision for her from a like stylistic point of view? What would be your ideal shoot and look for her? Oh Jesus! Listen, I of course I have it in my mind like a lot of times. Talk, and talk I was us thinking, through it. Uh, so I imagine, of course, uh, doing a cover for her new album. But basically, disco a little ruined my plans a little bit because what I was thinking throughout all of those years was a disco neon inspired thing. Ooh. So I saw her on a, it, um, the, on a construction, which looks a little bit like cake. So you have the layers. Tears, yeah. Yeah, the big one, the medium one, and the smallest one. And uh, every, um, every layer of this cake is filled with different neons, maybe a name of the album in neon maybe every layer would be like different color i don't know that for sure but she would stand on the top as a goddess <laughs> uh you know uh, with the with the spotlight on her um dress of course fabulously from i don't know jean paul gautier she, he does amazing uh, clothes for her always and they are so geometric and stuff like that mm-hmm. uh i don't know if it would be possible right now when she's almost it's like 53 or four yeah, 53. but maybe that's the last time she could do something like that um yeah and so everything would be black and the neons and and her standing on the cake out of neons being a goddess of neon pop kylie <laughs> yeah. i wish the disco album cover had had neon in it because I'm not a fan. I, actually, as a photographer, what do you make of the disco uh, imagery? Because I, I have to admit, it's my least favorite. For what is a great album, it's a really poor design concept. For me, it is. I find it. I find it. It doesn't look right. I mean, uh, when I saw the cover for the first time, I thought it was nice, but not groundbreaking. I I think that golden uh, imaginary was war, worse than uh, uh, disco is, uh, but uh, they did everything to hide her age. I mean, all of the all of the you know the um, how to say it unsharpness and all of the colors, the layers and stuff like that. They make her look younger than she really is and it's really hard to think to do so this is why it looks like that in my opinion but it's not that bad it's colorful yeah 
the makeup is really I like the I like the blue uh, uh the blue eyelids like in the uh, 80s um yeah it's not I, that I, I, I wish they'd also re I, I, when we discussed this a while ago I was saying I hoped for the deluxe edition they'd have they'd actually maybe learn from the mistakes I think it wasn't a very good looking album cover and they would have done something really really beautiful and weirdly you know impossible princesses the 3D cover would be a yeah. really good idea for disco. Oh, yeah. It has the neon, it has all that. And it would have been quite a nice, that would have worked really well for this. And it's a shame that they haven't. Um, as a photographer, looking back at all of Kylie's album covers or even single covers, uh, what are your favourite uh, cover pictures? And what are the ones that you think are the worst that she's done? That would be my favourite, I guess. I mean, um, that's Impossible Princess album. Uh, the I, I like the photograph Stefan photographer Stefan Sidnawi is like he's the best. <laughs> and in this on this occasion I can tell you, have you uh, ever seen his Instagram? No. Because he posts uh pictures when from the time when he was with Kylie. I've seen some from yeah. back in the days, uh, like from the 90s when when they went through America in the in the um, how do you say the, the car without the roof? Uh, convertible. The name in English? Yeah, with the convertible. And they had some amazing adventures there. And he has it all on film. And yeah, he did. And he shares it in his Instagram. That's an amazing like look to her personal life, but in a good way. Um, of course, Fever uh, album uh, cover is like it's so good it's so simple and so iconic the styling she looks great there the picture is great as well even though it's simple um and the worst mm. Mm. would you say wouldn't change a thing single cover <laughs> <laughs> i mean i wouldn't i wouldn't dare to say that the 80s stuff is the worst uh, because it was a different time and it's maybe it is a little bit hard to uh, mm, talk about it right now when you weren't there I mean I wasn't because I was born then oh, uh, but I, I really don't rub like I really don't like kiss me once um kiss me once oh. album cover just terrible yeah it's 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 not not it's not good even though other other visual things in kiss me once era was pretty nice for me but the cover was I I mean I it was boring hmm. and I I kind of I kind of don't get the idea of closed eyes on the cover of the album. Like it doesn't scream by me. <laughs> I, I get it. I get it. Yeah. Oh, Greg. Well, thank you so much for joining with us and chatting to us. You've been an absolute pleasure. Thank you. It was a pleasure. I I'm happy that I could speak about Kylie. It's like the first time because all the time when I'm speaking about her to people, they are getting bored and stuff, right? <laughs> oh, and here oh. I could be like. In my best, exactly. In you're amongst friends. You're amongst yeah. friends. It never gets boring talking about Kylie. That's for sure. Right? <laughs> Not in our neck of the woods. <laughs> oh well, thank you so much, love. We really appreciate you. your time. Thank you, and uh, see you, and have some more amazing podcasts. Oh, thank you, and have a great day. And thank you very much for having me. Thank you. Thank pleasure. You. Oh, what a lovely man. He was amazing. I loved his um, direction for Kylie, and I hope Kylie calls him because he'd be great to work with. I think he's, um, you can even tell from the way you know his house is and the way he is, it's just, you know, creative genius in the making. I look forward to seeing Kylie on the cake. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
Yes. Fact, that's the cake I'd eat. I mean, not that I need kindly on the cake to eat a cake. I'd eat a cake anyway. But it'd be nice to have that added uh, topping of a, a, a Kylie. Yes. Guys, if you remember, if you want to be a Fanog, please get in touch at the Kylie Smiley Podcast at gmail.com or hit us up on Instagram at the Diminutive Collection. I think that's it for this week, Christian. I'm all I'm all wrung out. I've got nothing else to say. I'm not feeling very well, Kieran, so I'm gonna go and lie down. So but you've had uh, the, you've had that cold I've had. It took me seriously, it took me two full weeks to get over. Yeah, I, I think I caught it through the screen. Thank God I haven't, haven't seen you. Oh, I have seen you. Yes. Yeah. You probably give it to me then. Thank you very much. No, but I, I think you know me while I was tucking to my tasty roast. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. We'll feel better and we'll chat soon. All right, we'll do. Bye. Bye bye.